0: It's alright, it's okay, doesn't really matter if you're old and great. It's alright, I say it's okay, listen to what I say. Hey there, this is Rob Smith, Rob's Right Podcast. I wanted to just dip in for just a few minutes about uh, something that I was discussing with a a friend uh, who is having struggling to understand what exactly happened back in December. Uh, or November, sorry, November and December, as it turned out, involving the election uh, since November 4th. Question being, of course, how is it that Donald Trump could possibly say, possibly say that he won anything? He lost! Fair and square! Quote, unquote. Fair and square. He lost. Biden won! Fair and square, quote, unquote. But that's not really true. In fact, i go back to 2016 and really have to say that, you know, Trump didn't necessarily win fair and square. That was a close race between him and Hillary Clinton. It was a 3% difference. It was really close. I think both should have challenged everything. It, it 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 gets into an area which I've done a podcast about about something that's weird that we keep seeing this 50-50 split. You put 10 people, you see 10 people in a room and you ask them anything. See if you get a 50-50 split. How many like ice cream? How many like would like to live in a log cabin? How many would like to not never have electricity again? Are you going to actually find a 50-50 split? Maybe a few questions, but we're seeing it with nearly every single election. Not every single—that's maybe a bit much—but a lot of them. We just saw it again in Georgia, twice. Something screwy there, and I, 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 just, I just struggle with it. But I, I not I'm, and I'm not saying there's any election fraud. I just don't have trouble believing that we're seeing a 50-50 split so often. We saw it in our governor's race two years ago. We saw it, uh, we saw it so many races. November 4th, again, we saw it in Georgia. Be that as it may, that's what we ended up with this time. So with the 50-50 split. It was not 3% as it was in 2016. This time around, it was more like 1% or less. Or what really happened? Why there's, why there's a case for all this is because of percentages. Now, it's not that anyone necessarily broke the law. It's that maybe there should be some laws to prevent what ended up happening in these states to help create certain percentages. I'll get to percentages in a minute. Because what we do know occurred was in these various states were last-minute alterations about how the how the ballots were collected, how they were distributed, how they were handled, and then there's clearly there was a problem with all of that uh, involving the count, involving the recount. I had a friend who actually was one of the monitors there in Atlanta who could not get more than twenty feet, couldn't get any closer than twenty feet to be a, a quote unquote observer. You really can 't observe what 's going on from twenty feet to really observe, and he claimed that he saw some things that just didn 't make any sense in how they were handling it. it. should be a very easy process you you know you just you look at what it is and you say what it is, and there that 's it it 's not moving things around and putting things in boxes and all this other stuff but it's, it, it's, but a lot of things were brewing here. As various government officials were suddenly, uh, that day of the election, were changing how ballots were handled and and, and what could be shipped and what couldn't be shift, sh- shipped. None of that should have happened. The rules are the rules. You don't change them the day of. Unless there's a reason to do it. That's very serious. Like you don't want someone to win. Now, the, the amount of stuff, again, I'm not a Trump fan, but everything that's gone against him, wow, if you ever go for the underdog, wow, has Trump ever it? Gee, he could, he could do nothing right. Doesn't matter what he said. I mean, he, he gave a, to this, this is, by the way, January the 8th, 2021, he gave a concession speech a little earlier. The media went after him for it. Why didn't you do it sooner? If he'd done it sooner, they say, why didn't you do it later? There's nothing he could do right. And that's where a lot of people really need to have the bells go off and say, wait a minute, this this nonstop attack, something's wrong with that here, guys. You don't just keep attacking someone no matter what they do. They don't deserve that because look at all that Trump did to help. Okay, so he hurt the big multinational companies. So they're not making their big profits for four years. So they went and put all their money on the Democrats so they could get a guy who loves them who's going to make them their money back. These guys are so anxious, they're saying, let's get Trump out of here two weeks early. We can make, some, we can make a few billion dollars two weeks earlier instead of having to wait till the end of, February, end of January. The, the anxiousness of the big multinational companies is huge. They've lost billions and billions of dollars. They've got to get our military troops back out into the Mideast, back out into other parts of the world, which Trump pulled back. So, everything they've got, that's, and you look at Biden's cabinet, very clearly, that is the direction he's going. Plus, everything he said build bigger, better. That's all, it's all about the globalist, that's the globalist mantra. And he's doing it. Usually, that mentality would be tagged with a Republican. But since Trump went the opposite way <laughs> and, and, and pulled this stuff back. Trump, the lifelong Democrat, till recently becoming a Republican. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's an interesting thing that, uh, that the two are basically, f- uh, flip sides of each other. Uh, he was asking, uh, my friend was asking about, uh, Biden being a Republican. He was never, he was never a Republican. There was a consideration in the 90s in which he was considering it, uh, at one point. I, I recall very well. Uh, but he certainly has acted much like a Republican. He's pro—I mean, he, he, I mean, everyone knows him to be a moderate. It's why so many progressive hate him, because he's, he's as far away from progressive as you can imagine, which Harris falls into. And that's why they're going to have to muzzle Harris if they want—if Biden's going to get away with all he's going to get away with. I think he'll do some concessions here or there to quiet her down, or they may just go ahead and just box her up anyway and you never hear from her again. Very unlike Trump, who had Pence— everywhere with him. Pence has been one of the most active vice presidents we've ever seen. Uh, I I don't think that uh, Biden can afford that. Or rather... It's not Biden. It's the big businesses who need can't have a Harris around. Also, they can't have something like the Squad around either. Expect them to uh, s- slide to the back uh, uh, w- because they can't have it. Uh, especially with the Democrats ruling everything here, as it appears for the next two years, uh, it's gonna. They've got a lot to do if they repeat what they did back in 2008 to 12 uh, or 2008 to 2010, where also you had all the the Democrats ruling, uh, this will be a quick flip in two years of back to Republicans as the Democrats realize this is not what they asked for. In fact, what's going to be more, more interesting, 2008, where uh, in two years, <laughs> the, the Obama administration managed to continue the bank bailout, which had been started with Bush and finished up. Actually, this was all Pelosi, by the way. Uh, Pelosi and Obama got the bank bailout done. Did the car bailout? Was uh, the, I mean everything was for the one percent? Everything was for the one percent. But that time you still, ha- they, they, I mean, uh, you know, Obama was ramping up our international military all over the world uh, during the Obama administration. We had more military action than any time in our uh, any time any president. Uh, expect that to c- occur again because Obama, who was certainly wishy washy about everything, uh, Biden has been. Dead clear. He's a war hawk. He, there, he's never met a war he didn't like. He's always supported them. He's the one who got us into Iraq because the Democrats were going to object, but Biden got him to turn around and go along with Bush, uh, expect us to be very active in, in the military. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry, I'm getting far off of what I was going to talk about, but just showing that that's why uh, uh, that, that's the situation involving Biden and Trump and uh, uh, ha- that they are actually kind of flipped sides of each other. Uh, tr- uh, Biden acts more like a Republican and, and Trump. Beyond a few things. Otherwise, as a Democrat, I mean, he was, a, he was a, a pro-abortion for all that time. And Biden's been anti-abortion. He's a Catholic. He's a heavy-duty Catholic. He goes to church all the time. Trump doesn't go to church. He, he visits it occasionally. Uh, he's one of the least church-going of any president uh, Whereas Biden's, you know, Mr. Catholic. And and, I mean, just a year ago, it gave a speech about how he's against abortion. During this last campaign, he was sounding different. But I think it's just like he he was just sounding that way, much like Trump was just trying to sound like a Republican. And the media helped it. The media, you know, helped that portrayal in their ways. But be that as it may. Back to the situation involving the election itself. So what happened? Why is there a good argument to say there there is something wrong with the election? Percentages. See the thing is, first take it into account that these various states—Arizona, but more specifically Pennsylvania and Michigan—all uh, 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 were uh, d- did some questionable acts, and there was actually some other states too. There, uh, Ohio, that that they did some questionable acts involving voting at the last minute, the last day of, or I think one was the weekend of, uh, where they altered how the ballots were going to be collected out of the clear blue sky. Uh, why this wasn't done months ago or years ago, I don't know. It always done the same day. All right, so that's that. But here's where it gets here's where the important stuff happens. The problem is is that in these various counties, there was less there was a percentage or less between the two. Okay? It, the final result was a percentage or less between the two or a couple of percentages. Does it, actually, the more the percentages, the more the problem is. So I, uh, I, I think it was, was Georgia around 3% or so. I think it was around 3%. I, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. But if, you, if so, you, here's what happens. You take, say, 3% in Georgia. You take that there's a 1% difference in Pennsylvania. You take a half percent difference in Michigan. You start to add those percentages up, and suddenly the question of what the final result becomes a difference of possibly three, well, let's go, let's make an even number, three, two, one, which suddenly becomes 6%, a 6% difference. Well, when you already have them that close, 6% is a huge number of votes. And that's where the problem is, is you add up the percentages and you suddenly have a problem with your final result. There's a question based upon actions taken. So that's why it's not clear who really won. They were so close. And the percentages were so adding up, add up to so many more votes that are in question. That's where it is. But where all this falls apart for Trump is that we do have rules and laws involving the Electoral College of when things can be mandated, when things can be done. And If this was a setup, it was a pretty easy one and should have been seen before this, frankly, because there's just no way you're going to be able to litigate this in time based upon those deadlines. And that's where Trump ran into the, into the mill. He tried. He was pulling lawsuit after lawsuit. But really, you can't do those lawsuits because what these various supervisors of elections did was actually within their purview to do. They could suddenly say, you know, let's move this to that, move this over here. We won't, we, you, know, you know, we don't need these. Uh, what was one uh, was Pennsylvania that said we could wait you know, three days or a week after or whatever. Or was that Georgia? Or Georgia shut everything down over the weekend. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is the election of the president of the United States. And you're shutting things down for the weekend, anyway. Uh, that kind of crazy stuff leads into questions when the percentages are so close. If the percentages were wider, if I mean, if, if you're talking about five or ten percent, all right, uh, then you clearly have a winner. But when you're that tight and that close. And you have that the differential are so many percentages. Now you've got a problem on your hands, and that's why there's a question as to who won. And and unfortunately, the clock ran out. There can only be so many lawsuits, and even if even so, you're still not going to get very far in a lawsuit because how the hell do you argue this stuff? How do you? You don't have enough time. You got you got you got about a month and a half. You got to get it through before December. What was it December twelfth? I believe. And then you, then you got up until what you just did Monday was just not enough time the way lawyers and courts and all work. They did some emergency stuff right and left. But it was really running into a problem, and that was Mitch McConnell said yesterday or today or whatever. By the way, Biden and Mitch McConnell, best pals for a long time. Anyway, which uh, Trump and McConnell were not. Media never want to talk about that. I, I, this, my problem with Biden are how how close he is to people I don't want to see in charge, like McConnell and Graham, who he's pals with. He's not close to Pelosi. He's close to the other. Why? Because they have similar mindsets. They're both, they're all moderates. All three of them are moderates. But be that as it may. Uh, so, 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 so that's what, that's what the problem came in. As Mitch McConnell said, uh, there's, you know, we, it's, if, if, if you start to alter that, you mess up everything involving the Electoral College and how we vote and how we, and that's what the Supreme, that's why the Supreme Court answered as it did. And that's why in the end, the Vice President also went against Trump about this because he's about to really shatter things involving how we run the country. Uh, he, he, Trump is right. There are some serious problems. There's something went seriously wrong here. That it was way too close. The differentials way too big. I think mean, could uh, if we could ever figure out exactly what happened there, which we'll probably never know. I'm sure these ballots are being destroyed quickly because I think there was something nefarious here. Why was this done at the last minute? Why wasn't this done weeks ago? What there, there's, they never had a good excuse. Supervisor election never had a good excuse. They just said at the last minute we got to do this. Oh, good deal. I mean, it really, it worked out, didn't it? <laughs> it worked out. If their goal was to get Biden elected, it worked. Uh, the problem is Biden's elected. I think Democrats going to be very disappointed with what they see, because it's going to be much worse. Obama didn't know what he was doing. Pelosi was really running things. Well, now you got Biden, who's going to be being run by a lot of other things. Uh, and then you have someone. you also have the issue that he's not really with it, uh, but that's something else. All right, so there's the answer to that. That's that is that is the problem. The differential involving the percentages is greater than the percentage difference uh, of of how the uh, of the popular vote and and the and the, uh, uh, and, and collectively what that ends up involving electoral college. It's so great it was it would have to have flip the electoral college if if you know we could have figured out what the hell was really going on in those places. It was up uh, so, there. You are all right. So uh, thank you. That. That's it, uh, and uh, like it or not, we got Bi- uh, we got a Republican Biden coming up on January twentieth, and uh, uh, I-, I suspect he'll do some things just to quiet the Democrats down. Then he's just going to ignore them and go on and do what his real agenda has always been. So uh, h- hang on, Democrats, you're about to get real disappointed, but you were warned <laughs> by a lot of folks, especially from the real progressive side. Don't didn't like Biden. All right, Rob Smith here. Uh, please, if you like this, like it. Uh, share it if you wish. If you have any comments, please send them to me however you want, through Twitter, through wherever, the Facebook page, wherever. Rob, uh, my Facebook page is Rob's Rob Smith Jr. Politics and Commentary is my political page, and it's Rob's right on online, et etc., et cetera, et cetera in here. And I'm also, of course, base everything here off of Anchor. Rob Smith here. Thank you very much for listening. You all take care. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next time. Bye it's all right it's okay it doesn't really